I wanted to give a long enough pause there so I could get all that traffic sound that's in the background. Yeah, because we'll see I, how that works. <laughs> I forgot to I forgot to close my patio door because it's such a beautiful day out. Couch potatoes. Thank you for coming back to the couch. I know it's when the weather starts getting beautiful, it can be hard to plug those. <coughs> Ow. It could be hard to plug those headphones back in. I'm choking. I'm sorry. But, I mean, you know, it's such a beautiful day. And like, But if you're going to go for a walk, that's the best yeah, time to listen to podcast. Yeah, yeah. and that's what I was saying. I was like, I was thinking, um, most of the time when I'm outside, I'm either listening to my headphones or uh, right. podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I, I, this is going to be so, so bad and might say so much about this show, but I don't listen to podcasts. <laughs> I, I do a lot of audiobooks. I, that's how I, that's how I blast through books that I've read before and that I want to return to, but I'm already reading four other books. Yeah. So I can't really fit them into my schedule. So I put them on audiobook form and listen to them through my walk. That's how I'm rereading Game of Thrones right now. That's, that's how uh, I want to read Game of Thrones because uh, I would highly recommend it. Yeah. Yeah. I think the I don't remember who the guy is that's reading the the audiobook that I'm listening to now, but he does voices for everybody. He does not do good voices, honestly. They're, they're, some of them are pretty bad. But oh, he has, he's at least in trying. The book, in the and it, yeah, it really helps to you know keep you, keep you invested in what's going on. Because, I mean, you're like me. We have ADHD. And uh-huh. uh, like, obviously <laughs> like this intro right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, but like when the, when the narrator, when the person doing the audiobooks is like giving different voices for characters. Man, it makes it so much easier to listen to. Oh, sure. like, yeah, yeah, it makes you can it more along alive. with the conversations yeah. and everything. Yeah. Anyways, I'm the cream traveler from Gorsh. I don't know if I said that. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I am the faceless Leone. This is a podcast about movies and TV, and we like to call it Green and Faceless on the Couch. Thank you for coming back. And yes. yeah, yeah, it is beautiful outside, isn't it? We are very it is distracted. beautiful outside. And uh, let's talk while talking about beauty. Let's go ahead and uh, pitch our our brief advertisement. Get that out of the way. If you like what you're listening to, and you like to listen mm-hmm. to strange aliens, you know, roam on and on about yeah. the weirdest shit because we have ADHD. Because the government did this to us. Yeah, that's right. They did it to all of us. They did it to all of us. But yeah, yeah, we were experimenting. We were the guinea pigs. Uh, go yeah. down to Patreon.com/slash/GreenAndFaceless. Check out our tiers. They're going to be changing a little bit soon. We're gonna we're trying to rework to you know yeah. keep building the the platform, and uh, we appreciate you listeners for helping us build. But uh, we're thinking of letting uh, we have you know we have a a potato pick at the first Thursday of every month, and that's we're thinking right. of allowing everybody the ability to vote on it because that just should be a basic right. You know, the yeah, ability to basic, vote. Yeah. Everybody should have Every, it. Human rights. Yes. A right yes. to vote. But it Potato is. Rights. It, but we are holding the privilege to suggest uh, yes. for <laughs> those that are can afford <laughs> uh, to support us. Uh, that's that's exactly. terrible of me. Um, please support us. <laughs> yes we really appreciate our supporters we would love to see more as we go forward Uh, but we understand that sometimes you just want to listen to a show it's hard times out there though too it really is and and speaking of sometimes you just want to listen to a show uh you know we're we don't just want you to be like hey i like this show 
I'm going to give money to it. No, you're going to get some benefits, including another show called Bangers and Hash, where we just talk oh, about yeah. uh, other movies and TVs that we've been watching that we can't fit into the green and faceless schedule. I, hope, I really hope that you can hear the sirens in the background. It's oh, really they nice can. And rustic. They really can. Yeah. It's beautiful. Uh-huh. I'll do, we'll do our best to get rid of them. Uh, oh, and my dog's going to respond. This is always the best. Beautiful. That's going to sound terrible. Uh, professional so, Jared Green and Faces. Yeah, and if you think it can be more professional, you know, let us know in the comments. So let's get what back. Let's stop talking about White Walkers <laughs> and talk about Daywalkers. So oh my gosh. We're on the Marvel playlist. The second movie, yep. you, you did more research uh, on this than I did, but you told me that there was Barely. actually, this was a, the long time in the making, though. You, uh, it was, yeah. <laughs> Marvel bought the rights, or not Marvel, Jesus. Yeah, uh, Marvel bought the rights this, of the... its own property. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever, whatever company, New World Pictures, that's who it was. New World Pictures bought the rights in like 1992 or something. And it took them a long while to make it. They apparently, uh, I thought it was funny when I was reading through the Wikipedias. Uh, I'm going to close, I'm closing the door. I'm doing okay. <laughs> Too many dumb people outside getting hurt, causing so many ambulance sirens to happen. Yeah. Be safe out there, people. dumb people. With their Those injuries. Those darn dumb people getting, getting <laughs> their planned accidents. That's what their happens, right? Planned, planned accidents. accidents. <laughs> you know what? I don't want to work this week. Or next. <laughs> I'm going to crash my car. <laughs> <laughs> but no, when they when they uh, when New World Pictures bought the rights, they initially had LL Cool J, who had interest in playing the role, which I think is hilarious. I, I mean, it, it would have been interesting. That, I, I think he could have done it. Yeah, whatever happened to El Cool <laughs> What do you mean? He's 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 always he's been here for years. He's rocking the fears. <laughs> Don't call it a comeback. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love El Cool J. No, no joke. He's on one of those crime show, um, you know, NCIS, CSI. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, I, I remember we were talking you know. about him before in the show. When and I think closer yeah. to his actual uh, return. From yeah, wherever he was. I mean, his return. You keep saying, "Don't call it a comeback, Blake." Didn't you listen to his damn song? It's good shit. But no, uh, David S. Goyer was writing the script. I think from the very get go, uh, he's very famous for more recently for films like you know Batman. He or not the Batman, but uh, the Dark Knight trilogy with Christopher Nolan. He does a lot of adaptations. Sometimes he's on point and it's beautiful. Other times he's just like, you know, knocking a tennis ball around, trying to hope for some, you know, some beautiful things to happen, and it's not that great. But uh, other individuals, before they finally got to Wesley Snipes, who David S. Boyer says was written for the part, you know, they were just like, <laughs> when we were writing Blade, we were thinking only of Wesley Snipes. But the studio had other people in mind, like Lawrence Fishburne, uh, Denzel Washington. So I think it's, I think it's kind of funny. Um, the studio also, as yeah. I told you when we were watching it, asked if it was possible to have Blade be white. 
to which most Ooh. of the creators on <laughs> I know <laughs> most of the creators Ooh. behind the camera were like, uh, fuck no, you know, Blade is a black character. Oh. We're gonna keep it at that. And I'm happy. I'm happy that they did not cave to that kind of weird yeah. fucking pressure from the producers. Yeah, it's like, like uh, no. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, we're not going to take a famous comic book character who's black and make them into a white dude. But they gave him Chris Christopherson instead. Yeah. 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 Good old country singer Chris Christopherson. I don't know if he's actually country. I just know his music. Uh, I'm pulling up his I am yeah, boxer. Honestly, I've never heard Uh, of the Highwaymen. But I think I would love them. It was Waylon Jennings, Willie Nelson, Johnny Cash, and Chris Christopherson. Well, like, there you go. It's that might be some country good. music I might have to listen to. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not huge into country music. Please don't hate me. Um, oh my God, he wrote me and Bobby McGee. Oh, oh wow, that's a good song. Wow. Well, yeah, maybe he's more I have of a song. Way more respect than. for this guy. Well, anyhow, he plays Whistler, who is uh, kind of the white, <laughs> the really strange white savior guy. Uh, in the way, like he is not like yeah. the, the hero of the movie, but he yeah, takes yeah. in Blade when he's a baby and raises him. And if yeah. I'm not mistaken, that's a creation for this movie. White Daddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I, I think I had read that. Yeah. Yeah, I think he was created for this movie. Yeah, here it is. Yeah, David Esquire created the character and named him after Abraham Van Helsing. Nice. Abraham Whistler. Uh, I like that. That's kind of funny. That is pretty cool. Um, Yeah. Which makes sense for this world. If you don't know, Blade is a part vampire vampire hunter. And um, Whistler is like his man in the van character uh, to reference Punisher. Or to reference Spider-Man, his his guy in the chair. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah he, was, he was created by Marv Wolfman. Blade was um, way back in the 70s. Um, actually, to give give more credit to it, it was Marv Wolfman and uh, well, I got I to gotta pull up the, the artist's name. Penciler Gene Colon. Marv Wolfman and Gene Colon. Gene Colon, they both are big. Both of them. Marv Wolfman and Gene Colan are very famous for creating a lot of characters in the, in the world. Um, Gene Colan created Falcon, um, nice. you know, now, uh, now Captain America in the, in the movies, as well as Carol Danvers, who is Miss Marvel and Captain Marvel. Nice. Uh, and Marv Wolfman created Cyborg and others. Let me pull them up real quick. Oh my gosh, he's got so many. Cyborg, Raven, Starfire, Deathstroke, Tim Drake... Wow. Uh, Black Cat, Bullseye. Sounds like he must have done some uh, Titans work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh my god, his his run on the Teen Titans is great. What he's more famous for is Crisis on Infinite Earths. That's like, you know, one of the biggest publications in comic book history. Um, one of the first, like, big events to, like, span titles and everything. Like, you nice. Know, good shit. I read it. It's confusing as fuck, but I really like Marv Wolfman's writing. Like, he really... You know, he gets characters. He does a really good job at, at putting characters forth. And I've only read Blade outside of his work, but I am interested in how he would have wrote Blade. Um, but from from what I know, 
I don't think Blade was as serious until Wesley Snipes took the role. I think, <laughs> I think Wesley Snipes came in and made this character very serious. Uh, there is definitely some points where Blade makes you laugh. At least made oh, yeah. me laugh. And it might just be because it's, uh, you know, nearly 20 years old. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, it's older than 20 years old. It's 20. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's like 25 years old. Holy yeah. shit. It's a 25-year-old movie. And, it, yeah, it it's definitely feels like a 90s going into the 2000s movie. A lot oh, of one-liners. Yeah. A lot of flashiness. Yeah. yeah, it cornered that that blue tinge darkness of vampire yeah. world before yeah. Underworld took yeah. over. You know, though, I do honestly like what it does with uh, people with more melanin in their skin. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. it looks pretty yeah. cool, I think. Uh, but anyhow. Yeah, for a 90s film, I honestly, uh, like, the, the effects aren't the best. No. But they, but... they really did. Yeah, they they still hold up. They were still yeah, fun. Yeah, not bad. Like, it, they don't, yeah, they don't there's some it. that definitely made us laugh when we were watching. We got oh, to watch yeah. this one together, which that's pretty great. Let's do really is nice. a bit now that we've talked about uh, the origins of Blade. We should maybe do a synopsis of what's actually going right. on in this story. So hey, you already you already mentioned that. Ooh, what was that sound? That was me. That? that was from my side. Yeah, there's, oh, okay. there's a guy who <laughs> likes to drive, like, 90 miles an hour down our road. God, I love it. Yeah. He doesn't even have a license. Plagued by the wilderness. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Report him! No, I'm just kidding. But, yeah, you already mentioned uh, Whistler uh, basically adopts Blade and they hunt right. vampires. Um, at the same time, uh, the part vampireness, uh, Blade was born, like, you know, half, you know, half human, half vampire. But he has all of the the abilities of a vampire, or mo- you know, the strength at least, and some of the, the abilities, mm-hmm. but none of the weaknesses. He can walk in the day, and they're kind of jealous of that. Yeah, vampires yeah, are. that they call him a daywalker. That's why I yeah. said that. <laughs> yeah, and it's 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 a bit of a like a, almost a bit of racism, almost how they you know how they treat him because he's like a daywalker uh well yeah, also like, you know he goes around slaughtering all the vampires so yeah that's true that's true yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's <laughs> it's a deserved hatred between them <laughs> but yeah he has none of their weaknesses not he he's not allergic to garlic does not react to silver uh crosses are bullshit as we learn and um, yeah, they don't, they don't matter i thought there the was another thing that well wooden stake to the heart i think is still and daylight and daylight yeah daylight's the number one but like just like most uh vampire stories the vampires have their own ways of walking in the daylight you know they have day Mm. blockers you know suntan lotion that kind of shit yeah you know if they rub enough on they can survive for a little while out there or they could just wear all leather and have bicycle helmets for some cool scenes you know (laughs) yeah so they take it yeah that's so stupid um i love it man (laughs) Who's, uh, who is he specifically tracking down? Who is who is Blade and so, uh, uh, the Whistler after? Deacon Frost is mm. a he is he's like an upper tier boss, but he is not a member of the family as um, yeah. his boss uh, Dragonetti likes to remind him. Deacon Frost <laughs> is played by uh, Stephen Dorff. 
And Dragonetti, by the way, is Udu uh, Kier. Dragonetti is such a silly name. Yeah. <laughs> but I like it. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. very Deacon's much a, a, a 70s Marvel name. Uh, or even eighties. Uh, if, if who knows if he's actually in the comics, who the fuck knows? Um, so I have no idea. Deacon wants to, uh, his plot is, I don't know. It's a little convoluted, but it has to do with, with glyphs or barcodes as Greg. (laughs) (laughs) I can call them barcodes. (laughs) Oh shit. They got two (laughs) barcodes. So, it, there is this he language that's over, dead, this like uh, ancient vampiric language. Yeah, he wants to take over. That is true. That's probably the clearest part of his plan. He wants to take over the family from Dragonetti and the other pure blood vampires. So he was turned into a vampire, and the pe- members of the family were born into vampirism. And yeah, um, it's another another like class system right. message right lying over everything there is and then there's also different tiers of the turned vampires like deacon and uh quinn played by donald logue are both i they give they give this title of what they are but they're harder to kill than the other vampires for some reason i didn't even get why that was the case yeah i don't remember i like quinn at the very beginning is burnt to crap by blade Yeah. Um, and and Blade implies that he has killed him many times. Yeah, you know he's, he he has like one line. He's just like, "When are you just gonna finally die or whatever?" And uh, you know Deacon gets toasted, and after getting toasted, that's when he comes across uh, uh, when Quinn himself, you know, brought to the morgue uh, is brought into the path of Doctor Karen Jensen, played by Inbushe Wright, uh, mm-hmm. and Karen Jensen. Uh, is a hematologist is important to know a yes. blood doctor yes a blood doctor it's very very quaint for a vampire story to dr have karen doctor. dr karen who we always kept forgetting her name yeah it's like what's her name like karen yeah no she's not yeah it's like karen is a very generic comic book name but it's also like right. you know today and and the 2020s it is you know not a very nice thing to call someone <laughs> no well i mean also like like and this is going to be racist to me so i apologize but karen to me seems like a very white yes name. it is a very and white like name. <laughs> I, I don't know if, i'm sure there's plenty of uh, of uh, black people out there named karen but yes oh, for sure, me yeah, it definitely. sounds no, like it was... a white person name yeah it was just so funny though because there's a moment halfway through the movie where you're like, I can't even remember what her name is, and I was like, Oh, it's it's uh, well, I don't know. And then I pulled it up and saw the name, and I was like, Oh, it's it's apparently Karen. And then like and then two seconds giggled. after that, they start calling her Karen like left and right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we just wait. Oh yeah. my gosh, that's how it goes, man. But Karen is attacked, and she starts churning. Um, you know, into you know, well, she's not really turning, but she gets attacked and, and bit, yeah. basically. Yeah. yeah, she might turn. And Blade feels a little bad, you know. She just lost her ex boyfriend in front of him, and so you know, Blade takes her to to, to White Chris Daddy. Christopherson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why well, keep on bringing home strays? I'm sorry, Daddy, but she's hurt. Oh, I'm sorry, White Daddy. <laughs> yeah, and then White Daddy, White Daddy does what he can. And you know, uh, yeah, she, she we'll say shoots, her. Her. He shoots her up with garlic. 
<laughs> with Carlton <laughs> and silver nitrates. Uh, like, even if you were to, like, burn out the vampirism, like, I yeah. feel like just having garlic injected into your body is no, not good. that's not like, gonna be good. Oh, unless man. you eat it. Like, it's it, good if you ingest it. The whole time, though, like, I was thinking about intravenous drugs, and it's like, how does this shit not just... I mean, it does kill us, but how does it not kill us? I don't understand how the metabolism in the blood works. Oh, like man. it's it's in yeah. it's in your blood now. It's going through your. You know heart who does now. understand? Your uncle, Doctor Karen Johnson. Oh, Doctor Karen Johnson, she does. <laughs> <laughs> she's a hematologist. Yeah, she 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 starts. You know, there's like a little side plot of like you know her ability to look into a cure. She starts. Mm. She starts um, yeah. looking into a cure, and that's part of this. You know, this first movie's plot, because you know, you know, Blade requires a serum. He do, he requires right. blood. Still, he's part vampire, so you know, he he does what he can to obviously not, you know, feed on people, but he still needs a serum to function to, to right. live. Right, and you know the idea of a cure is just kind of enticing, but at the same time, if he does get cured, he loses his his superpowers. Yeah, yeah his ability and, to know, fight the hordes of vampires that exist in oh, yeah. the city. Yeah, <clears throat> and and he's he's been tracking Whistler. I don't know if it's because he knows. Oh, sorry, not Whistler. He's been tracking Deacon Frost. Um, I don't know if it's because he knows that Deacon Frost's relation to not- his past, to Blade's past. Oh, but no, no. Honest. Yeah, he does not know that. That is like a reveal out of yeah. left field later, um, I feel right. like. but not A refield. A refield? Is that what I said? No, you said a reveal out of left field. Okay. And I was just being stupid. So I was just <laughs> okay. like, a refield? It doesn't work. It doesn't it's work a at refield. all. It's never going to be used again. Uh, no, every episode. Uh, when they brought this <laughs> refield in... I was totally thrown. Uh, honestly, like oh, yeah. I, I thought that no, I thought that they were gonna bring. Okay, total spoilers. I thought they were gonna bring his mom back in at some point because you know, right? You know the that the it's way classic. that they did the the prelude. Yeah, it's very very classic. But they still didn't do anything with it. Well, yeah, not much really. She, no, she is. Uh... Except for that, they almost kissed, almost a couple yeah. times. I almost, yeah, that was kind of weird. And she gets really close to his face quite a lot, and it's like, yeah. back off! Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we don't have an Oedipus weird. film here. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't for porn. But man. it's, yeah. <laughs> God, <laughs> I'll never understand why that trends. We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> We're not going to go into the weird trend. But it's taken off, and it's very fucking weird. People who watch porn understand what we're talking about. And now the world knows that we do. And now the world do. knows. So, we watch porn! Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh we're god! Degenerates. Oh god! Oh dear god, our parents listen to this show! <laughs> Your parents do anyways. <laughs> um, oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I tried to get mine to all listen to it. They just don't care. They might not be podcast people. No, they're not. They they're yeah. they're barely even people. like internet people at all. No, oh. <laughs> they are they are people. These are my adopted people. I mean, uh, I don't okay, know if you, you. Yeah, call yeah. me a people. I mean, I have a consciousness. So I think that's yeah. all that matters. Right? That's all that matters. You know, Chat GPT at this point is a person. So 
Chad who? Chat Chat GPT, that new AI bot that people have been using to like write their essays and shit. Oh like, my gosh. Have you not heard of this? Oh my god, no. it's so bad. It's oh. it's it's a ever learning AI just like uh you know, just got like Google basically. Oh god. <laughs> it's, like, it's it's becoming big. But with it's a weird. personality, Google with a personality. Oh yeah, boy. I mean, I mean all of, you basically is just like you can get it to write whatever you want and like people have been using it to write essays for college papers and stuff like that and those uh, naughty naughty boys and there girls was a, there's and, a there's a school shooting persons. i can't remember where in america oh. because there's sadly so many school shootings but yeah. there's a school shooting and the uh i think it was the 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 university where the shooting happened sent out an email to all of the students and they used chat gpt to do it and it was very insensitive. Oh my god! <laughs> it was just like, oh my god! Oh my god! It's bad. bad shit. I don't. I don't recommend the use of AI. I worship our AI overlords once they take over, of course. <laughs> but I, I don't. You know, I think. I think people still need to get paid for what they do. Like, if you're yeah, gonna, definitely. If you're gonna publish art, and you're you're using an AI if, to make that art, that's wrong. If, I, if you're doing I can it for your own to, fun, that's fine. Yes. Yeah. But here, yeah. here, here's the real kicker. If you are an organization or a corporation, then you should yeah. definitely be paying artists to make yeah, art yeah. for your well, that's, that's what I meant, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if you're going to be publishing art <laughs> of any kind, whether it's a logo, like right. making a logo or doing that own stuff, hire the actual fucking people to do it. Like, yeah. it's a job. People yeah. people still need jobs more than, you know. I'm okay, I guess, with McDonald's going to their fully functional AI, you know, ordering systems and just having chefs. I guess that's fine. But Yeah. Yeah, honestly, I, I I'm okay with that, too, because... Honestly, those kids do not – I say those kids. Those people typically don't really want to be at that job, but they're yeah, there because they need a job. So it's like – you know, it, it is a double-edged sword a little bit. But I yeah. think if the more jobs that we have that are automated, then the more likely that our government will agree to a like a base income uh, for uh, just for citizenship. My first job was in the in the fast food, and I hated it. So I understand, you know, offsetting the the customer service aspect to a robot, and just being like, you guys can just work behind the scenes and talk to the customers when they get real pissy. I mean, my job my job right now that I I work is, you know, dangerously on the precipice of just needing to be automated to robots. You know, it's like fucking ATMs do most of what I do every day. Anyway, right. So yeah. Exactly. I don't think that they, because theater is so irregular, I don't think that there is much that can be automated for that. And in that case, yeah. I should get a special stipend on top of my uh, universal income. That's here, what I'm here. saying. I agree with that. I agree with that. <laughs> You're an essential, an essential service in, That's a, right. in a manual labor field. That's right. We need to have live entertainment and arts. You might not think we do, but we do. We fucking do. Amen. I mean, it pissed me off, though, that, you know, I'm technically considered essential to the community. Mm -hmm. But when COVID was happening, nobody was talking about bank tellers. You know, it's like, I mean, obviously, the nurses and doctors deserve a lot of talk. They did a lot of work. 
but when they would when they would go into like you know grocery workers and, I didn't and have a job. you know fast food workers <laughs> and all that stuff and they're like these people are so essential i'm like I'm at the fucking bank. I'm handling all your dirty fucking cash. That you're all yeah. sitting there. You're coughing in your fucking hands and then handling bills that have already a thousand germs right. on them. And then you're sending them in to me. I didn't miss a single fucking day during COVID. I would have liked two months off. <laughs> like, and Biden still didn't get my fucking. We weren't all included on the public service Damn. forgiveness, the student loan forgiveness. And so now I got to wait for the stupid Supreme Court to help me out. Man, Good that's going to be awful. Luck. So. Blade. Yep. <laughs> he has a job that cannot be automated to robots. That's right. Well, there's the segue. We got the maybe. segue. I did it. <laughs> but no, I don't. Th- but, I don't think a robot could. Well, I guess Cyborg could, but he's in a different. He's in DC universe. Yeah. I, Ultron. Well, I, Ultron, I guess, can kill a lot of vampires. So that's right. You're right. Yeah. I, yeah. I I think it could be automated, but the thing is that it is a very niche job. And, and almost a secret job. So I think getting the funding. <laughs> Jamie Foxx can do it. <laughs> Jamie Foxx can do it. And he is amazing at it. Oh, man. Ooh, the sidekick of Dave Franco. What was that movie called again? Jesus. Uh, Day Shift. Day Shift. That's right. Yeah. A oh fucking weird title for that. But anyhow. It works. It did. Right. Work. And, I, and it made sense. But anyhow. Blade. He. Yep. You know, does the thing. It's a superhero movie, and uh, yeah. he's also part of this prophecy that uh, Deacon is trying to exploit, uh, and that's where the glyphs come in. <laughs> yeah, 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 barcodes. Uh, so I think we're ready for closing statements, though. Really, I don't know what yeah, else it's, to it's say. It's a it's a silly third act, Deacon. Uh, it, it, I think it's fair to say that he's trying to awaken the blood god. That's right. He calls it. He's trying to awaken the and, blood uh, god. Yeah, and and the the third act scene is you know good action. It's fun to watch. You know, it's 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 pretty well handled. It's not as good as as the Matrix fight scenes or any of that. You know. 90s or 2000 stuff mm-hmm. uh, but it still holds up you know it basically it laid the groundwork for underground it, it, it walked so underworld could run that's what i'm trying to say <laughs> like it <laughs> uh, i enjoy it i think it's i think it's silly i think it it's, it's far more serious than it needs to be and in oh, the yeah. in the act of being serious it's funny and that lends to it. It makes it yeah. enjoyable to rewatch. I remember rewatching it a lot as a kid with the Underworld films. I, I I don't know. I give it I give it three stars. Like Wesley Snipes does great in the role. I'm I'm excited to see Mahershala Ali take yeah. the take the reins That'd going be forth. Cool. That'd be cool. But but yeah, Wesley Snipes. This is what I know him for. You know, this that's is true. I even I even mimed his final action in that in that fight scene because I love that that moment so much where he kicks the thing. <laughs> Into a into a guy's head. It's it's a perfect moment. It's so fucking funny. It is really funny, uh, but also like classic nineties, yeah. like like very much uh, Walker Texas Ranger feel. That last shot. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. I give it. I give it a full face. Uh, I I I did enjoy watching it to an extent, but I also. It's not it's not my favorite movie. I like vampire movies 
and I don't think it ranks extremely high on vampire my no. my vampire movie list. I am excited to see what the other two movies have to bring, though, uh, to oh, for a, a look forward. This is a trilogy, so. But yeah, I don't yeah. know if I think X Men is next, or maybe I think it you're is right. I think next. it is X Men. I think that was secretly 1999. I thought I I could sworn it was a 2000 movie. Pull it up. Let's pull up our schedule here. Let's take a peek underneath the uh, the hood of of, of the inner workings couch. of the green and couch. Yeah. the green and couch, the green and couch. Yeah. yeah. This is my the green and couch. couch. I brought it all the way over yeah. from the homeland. Green and <laughs> if ever you you were sick and I had to like do solo episodes for the show or whatever, it would just be green and couchless. <laughs> green and couchless. <laughs> uh, I'm standing here in the field alone, discussing a I film just, I watched recently. <laughs> have my portable television. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just my cell phone yeah x-men is next and then blade 2 after that so very exciting looking forward to those things it's been a while since i've revisited x-men that's gonna be a lot of fun i i'm excited uh, it was one of my favorite films as a as a as yeah. a buoy and um i hope it holds up uh i yeah, think I'm, it will i'm there's a there's a fan theory tossed about, a fan casting, if you will, of Daniel Radcliffe as Logan mm-hmm. for the MCU. I mm-hmm. know that I know that Hugh Jackman has is coming back for Deadpool three. Right. But you know, they're doing multiversal crazy weird right. shit that And it's also know, Deadpool they so they can do whatever the fuck yeah. they want. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, I I really like the idea of Daniel Radcliffe as Logan and I think, I think, I think it he would could pull really it off work. pretty fucking well. Yeah. 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 He's he's smaller, you know. He's mm. he's like not the right height exactly. I think but he could be more it. muscular, for sure. Yeah, he, he's uh, got to beef up. He'll definitely. Have to but beef he up. does look like a little Wolverine. If you're thinking of like the animal Wolverine, no, right? He does look yeah. like a little Wolverine, especially the mock. Give him the right shave. Yeah, yeah. He'd yeah. yeah. be perfect. He'd be fine. I, I think it'd it. be fine. If you're listening, Daniel, and 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 they are actually considering you. It would be fun, but you know, you then got again, the green and faceless approval. I don't know. Ha- have we heard him do a- an American slash Canadian accent? Yeah, if he goes full Canadian, he's just like bub, e bub. You know, if he, he if he does that, I will be so happy. Like he can do that. I'm pretty sure he can do that. Uh, I've heard him be gruff. Before. I do want to hear him say bub a lot. I do too. Yeah, that's gotta be his whole audition. Yeah, he just go bubbity bub 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 smoking a cigar. Give him a cigar. Oh my god, that's been the show. Thank you guys for joining us. We'll be back with the Marvel playlist next Monday. This Thursday is the potato pick episode. We got some real oinkers coming our way. I hope you're enjoying it. <laughs> I am the green traveler from Gorsh. And I am the face of Leon. Safe travels and good night.